Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number two. two, two, two. We did it, everyone. We made it past the pilot, We've signed on for 18 seasons, and you're stuck with my voice for the rest of eternity. But really, I will be pleased if you're not sick of me by the summer. But in all seriousness, uh, we've gotten some great messages from you guys regarding the first episode. Really happy that you guys liked it, enjoyed it. Uh, We also got some great feedback, which is always encouraged. Uh, So thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Keep on listening. we got some great stuff coming your way. Don't forget, you can also follow along on social media. You can find us on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast. We're also on Instagram at The Adamantium. And we're on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. But you can search for The Adamantium and you should be able to find us that way as well. Or you can just go to the website, which is theadamantium.com. And there is links to everything from there. Moving on to episode number two. Uh, Episode number two features Ernie Hudson, who you probably know best as the actor who played Winston in Ghostbusters. Um, But Ernie has... If you go to Ernie's IMDb page, you will be shocked at the amount of movies uh, that you have seen with him in it. Ernie is kind of the definition of a working actor. And he's just a really, really nice, really sweet dude. We had a great conversation. Uh, We met at a Comic-Con in Hamilton, uh, which is where we recorded this. So a quick heads up, uh, the Comic-Con was in this kind of, it was in an aircraft warehouse, uh, which didn't really have any private rooms. So we tried to kind of get as far away from all the action as possible to record the podcast, but there is a slight bit of background noise but you can hear ernie really really clearly and um it's not really that distracting uh this will also probably be the last episode before the holidays i myself love the holidays uh and the holiday spirit and spending time with family so i just wanted to wish everyone a merry christmas a happy hanukkah and whatever you might celebrate just uh enjoy the holiday season take some time off work spend some time with loved ones drink some eggnog Uh, Eat some turkey and listen to the adamantium. Enjoy episode number two with Ernie Hudson. With the Ghostbusters character, I'm sure you get asked to be at a lot of a lot of these kind of events. How do you feel? Do you, do, you, do you fit in? Do you like kind of like how do you how do you enjoy these kind of events? Yeah, no, I think they're very good to um, you get a chance to get out and meet people who actually watch the movie and enjoy the movies and they have their own takeaways from it. It's good to hear, you know, their stories and um, it's an excellent opportunity um, to do that because normally if I'm on the street or in any other situation, it's very uncomfortable. But in this setting, it's uh, meant for that, and so people want me to, you know, hold their babies. Uh, it's all okay, but somebody coming up to me in a restaurant wanting me to hold their baby, it's not okay. Yeah. yeah so, so I, I appreciate um, uh, the opportunity to get out and really connect with um, just average people. And I mean, it's I mean, Ghostbusters is a film that really kind of touched people at their home. You know, like you've. It's almost like a Star Wars almost where it, like people are very, you know, very fans and they're very like um, picky and intuitive about what, you know, what is authentically a Ghostbusters and what isn't. Right, yeah, yeah, it, it seems. I mean, it's been over 30 years now and people still, you know, watch the movie and take something away each time. I mean, it's just pretty, pretty extraordinary. And it's something that's jumped 
generations now. I mean, with the yeah, definitely. And, yeah, definitely. I think and you actually got to be a part of the reboot. Yeah, and yeah. It's um, yeah, uh, it's yeah. It, it has. I think that's one of the wonderful things about the movie is it, it definitely crosses generations. Um, a lot of people who are adults now watch it for the first time with their parents or one of their first uh, theater experience, you know, with their parents, and now they introduce their kids, so a lot of the little kids yeah. in Ghostbusters outfits um, love the movies. It's kind of and, a timeless know, movie, It too. is, yeah, and, and I think that's, um, there's not a lot of movies, and not all movies, you know, uh, can cross generations that right. way. Yeah, there's certain ones, and I find, you know, things that are more practical, like a Jurassic Park, and stuff, right. kind of yeah. live the test of time a little yeah. bit longer. As sure. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I was looking through your filmography last night, and man, you, like you've you have done a lot of work, been in a lot yeah. of things, and yeah. and would you would you describe yourself as like a working actor? Uh, I'm a working actor. Yeah. I mean, that's um, that's how I've always seen it. You know, some things are more popular than other things, but that's not really why I work. I mean. You know, you do the work, how it... I mean, nobody planned Ghostbusters to be around 30 years, and I'm very happy that it... But that's not in my job description. You know, my job is to tell the story, and then uh, we'll see how the people respond to it. Some they responded well to, you know, The Crow, or, or The Hand Rocks of Cradle, or Oz, I mean, and then there's some that nobody ever saw. Or... So what are, what are some of those projects that maybe people haven't seen that you're very proud of that you worked on? Um, well, you know, honestly, I think anything that I do, I, I, you know, there are many that I kind of go, oh my God, I really wish I hadn't done that. You know, that sucked. I mean, we've and, all been there with it. Yeah, you know, I'm sure there's a handful. But generally speaking, um, you know, the only, you know, choice I have is to say yes or no. Yeah. And once you say yes, then, you know, my job is to tell the story. To the best of my ability, and uh, and in doing that, um, you know, I feel pretty good about just about everything. I don't. Is there certain roles that you still seek out that you like to go and audition for, or no? Or it's are you more about being approached. For, well, it, you know, honestly, uh, for me, it's it's more about the work. Uh, if it, I, I want to be challenged, and if there's nothing in it for me to do, a lot of times I've just. Especially when you have children, you take a role because it's pain. Yeah. And you may not like the script particularly or the character or the people, but it's pain. Yeah. And uh, I don't have to do that now. So unless it's something I want to do and I want to work. A lot of times people will say, we really want you in the movie. We only need you for one or two days. But I don't want to do that. I mean, so why am I there? Right. I mean, it's uh, maybe it's good for them yeah. to say they have Ernie Hudson in the That's movie, good, but yeah. it's not challenging for me. Yeah. I mean, I want to go to work. I want to, you know, certainly to star or if not star, be one of the main, um, you know, characters that the story is about. Well, you want to work. Yeah, I want to work. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what um, that's what I've trained to do. That's what I'm here for. And uh, as opposed to just being in another movie, I'm not trying to build up my list of credits. Right. So, and that's that's changed because, like I said, there was a time when it was just about you know what are you paying? Yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah. gotta I gotta pay the mortgage. And is there anyone that maybe you aspire to work with? Is there anyone you really look up to, directors or other actors that you would love to work with, work with again? Yeah. No. I. You know. I. I you know. There are people I love in the business. Um, yeah, I worked recently with David Lynch, and that was um, that's. But 
I mean, people who are good what at what they do. What project was that? Uh, Twin Peaks. Okay, Twin right, Peaks. of course. So, you know, you know, people who are good at what they do, you know, I mean, the people I've, I've, like I said, I'm working with Jane and Lily now, you know, I'd love to work with Sigourney again on something or, you know, Merle Street. But the people who are good, Tom Hanks, uh, we did Bosom Buddies years ago, and we always talk about it. I don't know why we haven't uh, been able to do something, but yeah, there's people who are good at, um, who love doing what they do. That's really well, and that's the most important. That's when you thrive when you do. Yeah, that. yeah, no, that's on uh, it, it, it's just a different environment as opposed to somebody who feels they're paying me and so, but they're not that creative or I don't want to yeah. work with them, you know. Yeah. Um, and now I don't feel I have to. I mean, you know, my mortgage is paid off, so. Um, you know, nobody has enough, I don't have enough money, I have a, as much money as I would like to have, I should say, but I'm okay, yeah. you know, I'm good. So. Well, you, you got to do what you love, and, and I mean, I, I, I started doing a lot of media work with uh, concerts, I, I photographed yeah. concerts and stuff like that, and when it was starting, it was getting getting myself to whatever I could get to, right. and, and right. now I've, I've shot some of my heroes, and I've interviewed some, you know, sure. mine started sure. with music interviews, right? because uh, I passionate about music and I got to meet some people and the reason I started the, the podcast in fact was I wanted to start something for myself and there were certain certain things that um, that I wanted to achieve myself as a journalist right. and uh, one thing I guess that lit a fire under me was there was a, a musician that that I, I loved I photographed him but I always wanted to have him sit down have an interview with him but he passed away this year mm. and so um Something like that kind of really lights lights it under you on what you right, sure. what's what's important. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, similarly, there's actually a you worked on um, Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Which yeah. Leslie Nielsen is one of my favorite comedians. Oh, okay. Of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Is he still around or? He's not. He passed a few years ago. Oh, he he was okay. Canadian also. Oh well, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 I love uh, Leslie. He was it was a lot of fun. And, yeah. Um, you know. I don't think he was very happy. He didn't seem very happy on Mr. Magoo. No way. Uh, just in terms of, I think, the direction or whatever. I can't, you know, be real, you know, exact on that. But, you know, um, Maybe a lot of it wasn't in his control on Mr. Yeah, yeah, that's right. As, as we as actors, series. we have very little control. I mean, yeah. you know, there are directors, there are producers, there are studios, um, editors, and, you know, so much of it is out of... And sometimes you sign on to do something, um, it ends up being very different than what you thought it was going to yeah. be. And so, but like I said, once you say you're in, you're in. Um, but I thought he was very creative. And um, well, something I found you know, amazing about his career was that he didn't get into comedy. I don't think until he was like in his sixties or yeah, something like yeah, that. He was yeah. a theater actor, a right, dramatic sure, actor. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he discovered so so late in life that he was sure. so good at the right. Comedy. Yeah. The Naked Gun. Is my favorite comedy right. of all time. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. No, so, that, that's great. And sometimes, um, you know, it's it's the studios will find it. You, they'll do, you'll do a role, and people go, "Oh my God, I never knew." Um, but it might have been something he's known all the time and wanting to do. But getting someone to see him, yeah, you know, that way, it's um, uh, because they like to narrow you know, your range down. And sometimes to break through, you just need that opportunity. And acting isn't like comedy where you can just go and do stand-up and, and change your act. Right. Or go and play at a, like a musician can play at a coffee shop. Somebody has to give you a job. And they have to cash you yeah. in a role that allows you that kind of freedom. Well, and it's a lot of work for each particular role. It's not like and a musician really, can go out and give out his greatest hits. You can't right. go out and... <laughs> right, yeah, no, yeah. It's like, and you need someone to...
you know, yeah, someone to hire you. Yeah. And um, and I love I have comedian friends, and they they'll be very active in film and TV, and then all of a sudden they're out, but they can still do their act. Right. They still travel around the country. I can't travel around the country and do Ghostbusters. Right, of you course. Know, like, so, I'm sure you don't want to do Ghostbusters you know, all the time, you know, especially from such a list yeah, of what, yeah. you, what so, you've done and accomplished, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, so it's, yeah. you know, it's all... Um, and you're working on something right now for Netflix, yeah. uh, Napoli Ever After. Right, yeah, yeah. Can you, tell, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, it's uh, Sanaa Lathan um, and um, Lynn Whitfield, uh, Ricky uh, Whittles from uh, American Gods. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great cast and um, the story of a girl, um, you know, sort of coming to the realization that she can't be this perfect, you know, person for everybody else. Right. And she has to sort of find her own way and um, and be happy with who she is. Right. So, um, and I play a guy who's um, a dad who, you know, is an insurance executive and then one day has always wanted to be a model, so he quits his insurance job and um, becomes a model. And I land this underwear contract, <laughs> uh, which was uh, a little bit of a surprise to me, but um, I get to so, model the, these underwear. I was gonna say, and, we get, do we get to look uh, yeah. forward to Ernie Hudson yeah. in a Calvin Klein ad? Probably. Yeah, I get to. So it's, uh, but it was, uh, it's, it's fun. And um, you know, it's great to, I think it's gonna be a, a fun movie, it's a good script. Is that, uh, let me ask you then, if you're, if you're going to be modeling a little bit, is that, uh, is Ernie Hudson on a, a workout routine at the moment? Because the first, when I you first know, saw you, I said, Ernie, man, you're yeah, yeah, no, you know, yeah, no, it's like I was shooting a movie called um, uh, The Family Business, okay. uh, based on a guy named Carl Weber, a series of books. And uh, it was a wonderful movie that I got a chance to star in, and... Um, and I was so focused on that, and so when uh, Napoli Ever After came up, I only had a couple weeks before I had to do this photo shoot. And then suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, they saw my arms and thought, oh my God, he's in great shape. But uh, so I, I hit the gym, but you can't change your body in two weeks. No, I mean, it's no, like, no. It's, it's, it ain't gonna happen. No. And then once we did the photo shoot, I've been on an eating craze. I mean, it's <laughs> like, and I gotta go, wait a minute. I'm, yeah, so it was. It was a lot of uh, stress. Yeah. So but what, it's done. what is entailed in the in the, the Ernie workout? Well, you know, I um, normally I'll do um, a little kind of routine. Uh, I try to walk 10,000 steps. I got my little Fitbit. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I'll do 100 push-ups at least, three sets, more like you'll end up being about 130, 40 push-ups. But, um, and, um, you know, sit-ups or some form of a, abdominal workout. Um, on the odd days, I'll do knee bends or you know crunches, and um, instead of push-ups, I'll I'll do that. When I was doing uh, this, I was doing all that stuff every day, um, and then and then uh, pushing weights. I don't normally deal with weights because uh, my body kind of it's yeah. So I you know, but uh, but I just kind of do things so no matter where I am, I can uh, I can get out and, and run. Um, you know, in my 10,000 steps, walk, kind of, you know, walk, run. Uh, do my push-ups, do my sit-ups, do my stretching, and that's pretty much it. Wow. And you it's know? important, I mean... Yeah, I, I it's, I it's, even... about, it's about, I think, maintenance, and it's about consistency. Of course. You know Same what I mean? Consistent. That's uh, to be consistent. 
And if you do it every day on, and you know, then you you'll see results. I mean, especially at something like like a Comic Con, when we come, especially there's there's a lot oh, of wrestlers yeah. here today. Oh yeah. And those guys who are jacked in their twenties and thirties oh. now, holding that weight is a tough. It's so it's, it's hard to hold battle, that weight, you know? and especially when you like to eat. Yeah. Because when you're really working out, and you're really, and you're young, and you're, you know, you're burning that energy, you can eat you anything. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, but when you stop. They, but you're still eating and yeah. it just goes to the gut yeah. and there's a certain point where that midsection just explodes so <laughs> you're not really fighting it right um, and it happens to everybody yeah. you know so um, but I you know some of it is just pure ego I just don't want to be that guy that, I don't yeah, be that yeah. guy you know yeah um, so you're, I'm always aware, well, you, you know. To be honest, the more you stay in shape, you're, I'm sure you're more likely to get good roles and stuff like that. And well, I think so. You know, even though I, I work just as much when I'm overweight, you know, sometimes people don't want to see the, the guy in great shape next to their star okay. who was in less shape. Right, okay. And, um, and he's supposed to look like the guy who can kick your butt, <laughs> you know. So uh, sometimes they want the fat sidekick. Yeah. You know, and uh, I just don't want to be the fat sidekick. Right. That's all. You know, it's just like, man, I don't want to do that role. You know. Well, Ernie, I, I know you got to get going, so yeah. I don't want to hold you on. But is right. there any maybe lasting advice you have for any other working actors or people who are trying to become? Yeah, you know, I think there's a. You know, my grandmother told me, you know, we're human beings, and the greater part of us is being a spirit. And I think there's a, a part of us that knows. And I think trusting spirit, being able to let go of the fact that we don't really know what, you know. But I think spirit ties us all together. Yeah. And, uh, and if you can just just trust sometimes that, you know, that things will work out, that there's a part of us that is really working to deliver to us the things that we want. Um, yeah, and I think, yeah, I think we know what we need to do. But you got to... Let go of fear and, and thinking you're all this and that you can handle it. Right. It is you, but it's a greater part. Some right. people call that part God or whatever. I think it's you. Yeah. And, um, and it will deliver you to you what you want, but you got to be still enough to hear the voice. Yeah. You know. And the hard work. <laughs> and the hard work. It, well, it always comes down it. to the hard work. Yeah, oh, no. Well, I mean, you, you know, yeah, yeah, you got to be, you, you got to be in preparation before it happens. Yeah. You can't wait for the opportunity and to then get you. ready. No. You've got to be ready. Um, so when it comes, you're there, you know, and um, and that's part of doing what, you know, you know that if you want to lose weight, you know what you need to do. I mean, with enough yeah. material out there, you know what you need mm -hmm. to do, but waiting for the opportunity to come, waiting for whatever, the time is never right. Yeah. But as you start to prepare, other things open up. Well, thank you very much, Ernie. We appreciate you being on the show. Yeah, great talking to you. Enjoy Good luck weekend. with everything. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll see All you right. tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll be here tomorrow. The Adamantium.